This is uh, basically theory one, oops, unit five, part 10, tracheostomy care. So this is not something we do very often and uh, you should get some time in the lab uh, this semester, maybe second semester to um, do some tracheostomy care. So we'll talk about it from a theory perspective. So a tracheostomy is a, is a surgical opening in the trachea uh, and uh, they'll typically get a, a tube put in there um, and uh, or if if they've had the tube removed, they maybe just simply breathing through a hole in their neck. Has anyone seen someone with a tracheostomy tube? Yeah. Okay, good. And um, so it um, uh, it can be used to bypass an obstruction caused by either birth defect or surgery or trauma. Uh, it's uh, it's used for long-term ventilation. So. If the patient's in the intensive care unit on a ventilator and they've had an endotracheal tube in for some time, eventually they'll remove it and they'll do, uh, do a trach. And uh, uh, it's also um, uh, a way to access the airway to remove excessive secretions using suction. So this is um, an example of one type of tube you might encounter. It's a double cannula tracheostomy tube and uh, it features a removable inner cannula that fits inside the outer cannula. So if you get called for an emergency involving a tracheostomy tube, uh, you'll need to find out, first of all, hopefully there's a caregiver there, and there usually is, um, a caregiver either at the home or at the, the institution or in the mall with that person, and they should know the, the tube system fairly well, and they may have tried to suction the kid but, or the adult but had difficulty doing it. Um, sometimes the inner cannula can become clogged and that just needs to be cleared. And um, so, uh, but the inner uh, cannula has got to be in place in order to ventilate the patient. So if you pull out an inner cannula and it's obstructive, somehow you've got to get that unclogged. Um, how do you do that? You might run it under a tap. Um, you might put a four by four dressing over it and put your mouth to the four by four by four dressing and just blow it out. Um, it's a little radical, but maybe two four by four dressings so you're not getting any mouth to goober contact. That's not a medical term, by the way. <laughs> no mouth to cooties contact. Uh, but you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Or uh, you might try um, sticking a suction tube up into that tube and suctioning it out. Um, that would save you uh, maybe mouth to tube. Uh, so the outer cannula uh, keeps the stoma open uh, while the inner tube is removed for cleaning. So this is kind of the best scenario because you can just clean out that, that inner tube. Um, this is called a fenestrated tracheal tube and it allows, uh, typically in a child, allows the child to breathe through the, either the tube or the mouth. And um, so it teaches the child to breathe through the mouth after they're starting to recover and allows for speech as well uh, because their vocal cords are still intact. This is a cuffed tracheostomy tube and that cuff is that balloon. And um, so the cuff is, well, the cuff is a balloon, but where you see the balloon, a, a syringe attaches to that to inflate that cuff. So you attach a 10 cc syringe to that. Um, if they were going to pull this out, they'd attach a 10 cc syringe to the balloon and aspirate that air out of the cuff and then remove it. So uh, cuff tubes are used to eliminate or reduce uh, airflow through the mouth and nose. And the cuffs can either be fo foam or balloons and used for adults and older children. So when we might be called uh, for an emergency would be 
examples would include uh, obstruction of the tube, displacement of a tube, uh, res respiratory distress. And just remember, respiratory distress may not be uh, an airway issue. So one of the first things you do when you get there, after you assess the airway, is auscultate the chest. See if they're in bronchospasm or you know, if they've got crackles in the lungs or something because they've aspirated, <coughs> that might be the issue. <coughs> so assessment priorities, um, uh, special focus on airway, but uh, we want to consider obstruction of the airway, uh, check and recheck it. Um, they may need to be suctioned. They may need to be suctioned repeatedly. And um, so to correct respira respiratory distress, you might uh, place a, a rolled towel underneath the child's shoulders. Um, if it's a, particularly if it's an infant or toddler, because they tend to have a large occiput, and that already puts the head, the neck in kind of a flex position. So you might put something small underneath the shoulders, make sure the tracheostomy tube is properly seated, um, uh, that the inner tube is not plugged, so we might want to remove it or unplug it. And um, if you have to ventilate, um, you'll want to attach a, a pediatric BVM, in this case, uh, to the uh, tracheostomy tube. And if the child's on a home ventilator, just remove the home ventilator and manually bag valve mask. But don't remove them from the home ventilator until you've got the BVM out and you're ready to go, right? <laughs> so, um, for suctioning a tracheostomy tube, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty simple. Um, uh, you want to uh, uh, adjust the, the suctioning to, um, to the, uh, uh, an age-appropriate level, right? So an infant would be about negative 80 uh, millimeters mercury. Um, a child might be negative 100. An adult might be negative 150 to negative 200. Uh, but just think small, um, under a year of age, between negative 80 and negative um, uh, 100. And you, uh, there's a, a port that you occlude with your thumb to actually uh, generate the suction. So you'd insert the tube first and then occlude it with your thumb while you're pulling it out. Right? So you're suctioning for a minimum amount of time. So um, you want to ask parent or caregiver to give you the appropriate supplies. The, the good news is that in cases like this, the parent, the caregiver, generally know a lot more than you do, but they may be flustered because if there's an obstruction they can't seem to clear, and uh, uh, if you're able to clear that with suction, then um, uh, you know that they can usually sort of kick in and, and help out. So you want to uh, select an appropriate size catheter that's small enough to pass through the tube. We have a whole variety of different tubes and set the suction generally to about 100 millimeters mercury or less. So general overview of tracheostomy management, we want to pre-oxygenate the patient, loosen secretions maybe with normal saline. Um, so that might be, you know, depending on the age of the child, maybe inject a half a ml or a full ml of saline into the tube, uh, immediately followed by suction and uh, insert the catheter maybe two inches into the tube, suction for no more than 10 seconds while removing it. In fact, you'll be suctioning probably for less than three to four seconds. Uh, monitor pulse, monitor SpO2 and other conditions, so your partner should be getting all that equipment set up, vital signs while you're um, focused on the airway. Right. So, um, 
You want to attempt to remove or replace the inner tube, um, obtain a replacement tube beforehand. If, um, if the existing tube has a balloon cuff, deflate it, uh, cut the ties that hold the tube in place, remove the tube, um, and then uh, insert the tube back in using the uh, pointed curve down, confirm the tube is positioned properly, evaluate the child's respiratory status, and provide uh, PPV if necessary. So you can attach the PPV to, uh, to either the tube, or if they just have a stoma, just a hole, you can use, even with adults, you can use a, a newborn mask, a very small mask over the hole in the trachea and ventilate that way. Or you can occlude the hole um, with some gauze and ventilate through the mouth if that's possible. Chances are um, you're dealing with a kid who had a trach tube because they had some surgery, some sort of obstruction that's been since corrected. So you should be able to get air in through the mouth and nose and into the trachea. Um, no question, this kind of call is gonna be pretty nerve wracking. It's pretty scary, but important to just take your time, be methodical. The patient's still alive, you can, you know, Take it slow, and when I say slow, I don't mean, I'm coming over. I just mean slow is fast, right? If you're jumping around and doing this sort of thing, um, you're gonna make mistakes. So just uh, think through it, be methodical. Um, uh, think simply that, you know, you've got, uh, air's gotta go from here to here, what's blocking it? What can I do about it? And um, how do I ventilate this patient? You know, the objective is fairly simple. Um, so you can ventilate through a stoma, as I mentioned, um, with a pediatric mask. That's it. Any questions about stomas or tracheostomy care?